All right, guys, it's the question everybody always asks me, what is freelancing? You know, what is this world of freelancing, making money on your own, working on a per project basis? What is Fiverr? What is all of this stuff that I'm talking about? I'm going to look at all of the reasons and more on why you should be paying attention to freelancing and why you should care about this kind of work moving forward. Let's do it. Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. All right, guys, for my very first podcast, I feel like I should dive into the basics. What is freelancing? People ask me this all the time on my different social media sites, on TikTok. I'll post all these videos about what I'm doing, and I'll realize at the end of the day, I'm you know speaking in advanced terms here, and I really need to go back to the basics and cover what exactly is freelancing and what am I doing every day. So just to give you a little background about myself, I went to school for political science. I graduated a year early and went to work in Albany at the New York State Assembly as a press coordinator. After a year, I was just not satisfied with the job, and I decided that I wanted to move to New York City and challenge myself a little further. I actually applied to 200 different jobs before I got a PR job in the tech sector in New York City. So I moved within two weeks to get down there for this job. And when I got there, I discovered that I absolutely hated it so much that I quit after four weeks. And I am not someone who quits things. So that should give you an idea of how suffocated I felt at this job. Actually, a little aside, I would text my mom every day and say I felt like my fairy wings were being plucked off my back. Little did I know what that would blossom into with the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast today. But anyway, so when I quit my job on that last day, I walked around New York City and went into all of these different museums because I was like, oh, maybe I'll feel inspired by the artwork or I don't know, maybe a light bulb will go off in my head. And I went home that night and I sat in my apartment and, you know, I just thought to myself, I have to make something work here because, you know, I'm going to have a problem. I just moved here. I have all these bills. I have to pay my rent. I'm 22 years old. I don't know what I'm doing and I need to have some form of income. At the time, I had been editing on a freelancing site called Fiverr. It's an Israeli freelancing platform you can use worldwide. And I was charging $5 to edit anything for people around the world. And I was making, you know, $20, $30, $40 a month, enough to buy a shirt here and there at like Forever 21. So I was pumped about it, but I wasn't taking it seriously at the time. So when I came home that day, I sat on the edge of my bed and I thought to myself, okay, what is currently making me money in my life right now? Because I should probably prioritize that. This Fiverr website happens to be making me $40 a month. That's not a lot, but what if it could be making me $1,000 a month? You know, maybe I should try it out and see what happens. So I sat there on the edge of my bed and I opened up new services beyond editing that I could charge more for like writing a press release and writing a blog. At the time, I kind of knew how to write a press release, but I did not know how to write blogs or any of the other services I opened, which, you know, this is the start of my fake it till you make it mentality, which I'll definitely cover in another episode. And I opened these services. I had three services in total and I went to bed. And the next day when I woke up, I had inquiries for these writing services I was charging $15 for. 
And I kind of realized I had stumbled onto something. And what I was doing in that moment was becoming a full-time professional freelancer. To give you guys the boring vocabulary definition of it, a freelancer is somebody who is self-employed, they work for themselves, and are hired out on a per-project basis for other clients. So, you know, you're for sale on a project basis, and then when you're done, you can move on with your life. You're not beholden to different, you know, board meetings. You don't need to meet certain quotas for your boss. No one is really your boss, except in that moment where you're completing a project for someone. If they hire you to complete a project for them as a freelancer, you obviously have to meet their expectations in some capacity. So you can't be, you know, just like totally off the rails with what you're doing. Now, companies that were smart enough to realize this kind of, you know, freelancing arrangement was going to blow up about 10 years ago are doing quite well today, one of them being Fiverr. A lot of you are probably listening in today because you're specifically interested in knowing more about Fiverr, which I'm definitely going to cover at length in all episodes I record. But I would be remiss if I left out the other sites that are out there right now, like Upwork, Freelancer, Guru, People Per Hour. There's many different options that you can pick from, Craigslist, what have you. I personally have had most success on Fiverr. So that's why I'm here today to talk about the successes that I've had with that site and share what I know with you, but that doesn't necessarily mean you can't have the same success on Upwork, Freelancer, and all of these other different sites that are based on the exact same premise of freelancing. When I started freelancing six years ago, it was definitely you know not nearly as popular as it is today. I mean, when I would tell people that I was freelancing, they would stare at me and, and I could tell, think to themselves, what the heck is she talking about? They really didn't understand what it was. And I think a lot of people still today can't really wrap their brains around it because it's definitely a more, I feel like, millennial concept, a more shifting concept that involves you bouncing around from client to client as opposed to just having your, you know, one static business that people come in and out of. It's definitely a 21st century concept for sure. I do feel like now after 2020 with the pandemic, with people working from home and all of these new restrictions on everyone, that freelancing has definitely blown up. And I can say this firsthand based on my stats on Fiverr. You know, I thought that my sales would go down in March 2020 and they actually went up because I realized something, you know, incredible was happening. All of these businesses that once relied on foot traffic had to pivot online to stay relevant because their state government said, hey, you can't be open right now. So they had to find a way to still make money through the Internet, whether it was, you know, a mobile app, a website, and they had to do it quickly or they were going to go under. So while these businesses came online, they needed people like me, a freelance writer or a freelance graphic designer web designer, mobile app designer, they needed these people to step in and almost become extensions of their team to ensure they would stay relevant. I thought something like writing would become, you know, a luxury service. I was like, oh my gosh, there's no way people are going to be paying for writing while a pandemic is barreling down on the world. But I was mistaken because, you know, writing is a really critical part of selling a service online today. It's, it's just as important as the visuals and the video. If your writing makes no sense, if it's not persuasive, if it's not, you know, enticing, people aren't going to buy your product. They're not going to read your press release. They're not going to share your news article on their social media feed. So I, you know, I saw that freelance writing had, was actually more infallible than I had figured it was. And that's what inspired me to start sharing all of this on TikTok and these other apps that blew up and kind of got me to where I am right now. And just to get a little boring with some stats that might interest you guys, as of the end of last year, 64.6 million people were freelancing in the United States, which is incredible. 
And that number was expected to grow to 90.1 million by 2028. So every single year, tens of millions of people are joining the world of freelancing. That just goes to show you how relevant, how lucrative, and how stable it's actually become. I know one big reservation with freelancing is, oh, this isn't something I can count on. This isn't something that I can rely on moving forward. What if people stop buying my services? And, you know, although I can't promise that that won't ever happen, I can say for me over six years, it has been reliable enough for me to not only, you know, pay all of my bills, but to also invest my money, save my money. I've now bought a house. I've bought a Jeep. I've bought a bunch of things with the money I've saved from it. So For six years, freelancing has actually been more stable for me than a lot of these other salaried jobs have been for people I know and my friends. So now I'm going to dive into the meat of this podcast and what everybody asks me every day while these voices in the back of their head kind of, you know, try to convince them to doubt freelancing when I really don't want them to be listening to those voices. And I do want them to understand there are so many benefits that come with what I do every day. So why should people freelance? I mean, the number one reason is financial independence today. Without getting too political or diving into everything that's happening right now, job security is a thing of the past. I mean, you can say something, you can post something on social media your firm doesn't like, and they can fire you. You know, you no longer can just count on working at a company. If they see you affiliated with something they don't like, or if they think you're promoting hatefulness or anything else that they deem, you know, dangerous to their workplace, they can fire you. So that job security that used to be worth it to kind of, you know, sell your soul and sign up for a corporate job, it's just not there anymore, which is, you know, one major reason why, why would you go work for somebody else right now? So the financial independence that comes with freelancing is incredible. It's up to you how much money you make. I mean, you don't have to just sign up on one of these sites. When I first started out, I signed up on Fiverr, Upwork, and a site called Clarity.fm where I could provide my consultation services. I think I charged $1 per minute. And I even took on private social media management clients just to make sure I made ends meet. So I was doing four different things at once to ensure that this freelancing world you know, worked out for me. And having that kind of you know, independent control over what I was doing actually helped me sleep better at night than worrying about somebody else cutting me a check. Not to mention, I mean, all of the jobs that have been furloughed, the companies that are closing, nothing is reliable or dependable anymore in a COVID-19 world. Like, we don't know what is coming. We don't know what governments are going to do what, how they're going to react to different developments, vaccines. Nobody knows anymore. So one of the best ways, I think, to be financially independent and you know responsible for what you're earning today is to take matters into your own hands and to become your own personal brand as a freelancer. And then another thing that goes without saying in the quote-unquote new normal is that everyone is working from home today. All of these companies discovered, oh, wait, I actually can have my entire workforce, you know, work at home with a laptop and a cell phone, and they don't have to sit in a cubicle anymore in this massive commercial space I'm paying 30K per month to sustain, which, you know, I think is a great thing that our country kind of woke up to. A bunch of other countries had already realized this, but I was definitely happy that the United States is finally embracing this kind of work from home mentality because why shouldn't workers be able to travel the world and do whatever they want to do so long as they are, you know, satisfying the job they said they would satisfy? Allowing your workforce to stay at home in their pajamas, travel if they want to, do all of these things will make them happier and more productive and feel like less of a cog in the wheel at your company. So, Working from home is here to stay, especially with the parents that are having to homeschool their children or kind of manage their children more than they thought they would need to. 
freelancing obviously goes hand in hand with working from home. As a freelancer, you are, you know, a single entity providing a service to people. So you are going to have to work from home. I mean, you could go work at a co-working space if you want to, but the premise of it is that you are a permanent work from home kind of person, which means freelancing is completely in line with this new normal in 2021. I couldn't be more aptly suited for it. Okay, and now let's talk about the money. 70% of freelancers make more than their salaried counterparts. So just let that sink in for a minute. Almost three quarters of freelancers will make more money than the person doing the exact same thing they do for a company. So, you know, like I said, whether you're a graphic designer, you make tech things, you are a business consultant, you know, whatever it is, you will most likely make more money as a freelancer working for yourself in your pajamas on your couch with no boss than having to listen to all of the different crap and the wasted meetings at a company. That alone should just like be enough to convince people that this is undoubtedly what they should be doing with their lives. And, you know, I'm not sure what companies everyone works for, but with Fiverr, you're anonymous. So you could always kind of dive in and get your feet wet, even while you are still salaried. So you don't have to make such a drastic jump that I did. But it is worth noting that most freelancers make more money than the same person doing their job at a company. And, you know, I know some of you are tuning in because you want to know more about the money I've made and what I'm doing with it. But I mean, I'm 28 years old. I'm a full-time freelance writer. And last year I made 350K on Fiverr at 27 years old, which is absolutely insane. And it's, you know, still crazy to me on so many levels, but my equivalent at a company would have earned probably 70K as a full-time copywriter for that agency. So I'm not going to try and do the math in my head right now, but I'm pretty sure that is, you know, four, five, six times more what I would have been making at a company. And I was able to do it while I traveled the world, you know, in my Jeep, brought my cat with me, live in the dream, all of that good stuff. And that was all because I am a freelancer. All right. Now, my next point is kind of, you know, considering 2021 and beyond. I know a lot of people for a lot of people, it was hard to just get past 2020 and go, oh, gosh, you know, what the heck is looming on the horizon after this year that we just had? And I still think it's important to plan for the future and, you know, not only the present, but do think about what you want for yourself in the future. You know, I ask so many people when I'm out with them, you know, what do you want to see yourself doing one, two, five years from now? And they'll kind of look at me like, well, I don't know. I can't even answer that question for you, which just shows how lacking our society and our education is when it comes to encouraging entrepreneurialism and creativity and everything that I think is super important to be successful and happy today. But I I will absolutely cover this in other episodes because I absolutely want to talk about different mindset, spiritual things, because I think they are like hugely important in this whole freelancing journey. But as I said with that stat earlier, that nearly, you know, 100 million people are going to be freelancing by 2029, which will be here before you know it. It kind of brings up that point of if you can't beat them, join them. I mean, You know, I'm one of those people where I actually, at the end of the day, I hate social media. I think it's completely ruined society. I think it's pitted people against people. I think it's caused mental health problems. I think it's created this sense of eternal FOMO that you're never going to be able to satisfy and therefore you're never going to be content with what you have. I think so many bad things have come from social media, but I'm a pragmatic person and I see it's not going anywhere. While we're all stuck at home, it's become more relevant than ever. So if you can't beat them, join them. I create content every single day on social media. You would think, oh, Alex loves social media. No, I'm just playing the game. So if everyone is on social media, I'm going to create the content that I believe they will consume 
and then either buy my services as a freelancer, buy my online course, buy an ebook. It's all a business transaction to me. I don't really go to bed at night and care about how many people commented on my hair that day. I've separated my emotions from it, which I, again, think is another thing that millennials could be better about and I think would live happier lives if they were able to do that. And anyone is able to do that, so don't worry, I'll talk about it. But if you can't beat them, join them. I mean, the world is heading towards freelancing, so why would you stay at a company where you're mandated to work nine to five and it's eating your soul and all of these things that you hate and the rest of the world is freelancing? You're not going to be the only one who is freelancing. The world is going to be freelancing. And, you know, obviously, yeah, will it become more saturated? Will there be more competition? Of course there will be. I don't really believe in the concept of saturation. I think if you are good enough at what you do, then you're always going to have work. But the whole world is going to start freelancing. So right now is actually a great time to jump in if you want to be competitive and kind of have that like veteran standing four or five, six years from now. Uh, you know, start today. Like that's that's how you do that. That's how you get ahead of everyone. All right, I've listed off some pretty, you know, amazing reasons why you should start freelancing, which probably has you thinking right now, okay, I'm going to do this, but what do I need to get started? Like, how easy is it to become a freelancer? And I think the most important thing to take away here is that it is completely free to start freelancing. I think people don't realize that. I think they think they have to pay $50 a month to have a profile on these sites or they're going to have to spend $10,000 on a personal website and all of this fancy stuff to get their first orders like a brand new business would have to just floating around Google. And that's what's so amazing about freelancing on these websites. And that's kind of the loophole that I found with Fiverr and Upwork is that these are already established websites and marketplaces. You don't need to create a standalone website. You're already profiting from the traffic that is coming in to these platforms that have now been around for 10 years. I mean, Fiverr, I believe, is about to have a Super Bowl commercial just to give you an idea how much money is flowing through that company right now. All you need to do is set up your profile. The traffic is already there and that is free to do. You literally go to the website and just click sign up. It's so easy. It's a profile that looks just like LinkedIn. Take your time, you know, fill it out fully. Don't lie with any of the information. Put nice photos of yourself. You know, if there's anything you're going to have to invest in, it might be a one to two hundred dollar professional photography session with someone in your town who can get, you know, crisp, amazing photos of you completed. So you look like a professional that's, you know, willing to provide your services to people. But everything else you need to fill out your profile. Okay, you need a laptop and Wi-Fi. You already have those two things. And if you don't, okay, yes, there's your one charge. But 99% of people listening to this are listening right now through a mobile device, a laptop, and Wi-Fi. And even if you don't have Wi-Fi and you can't afford it, go to a Starbucks or a McDonald's. So many companies have free Wi-Fi today. I rely on them when I go on my crazy road trips and I travel around I kind of bookmark them out ahead of time before I get there. But I mean, Starbucks is your best friend. And even if the Starbucks is closed, you can sit in the parking lot on your laptop and still connect to their Wi-Fi, which is super amazing. So there's really absolutely no risk to getting started freelancing. I know I kind of sound like a salesperson right now, but I'm not trying to sell you anything. I am genuinely trying to communicate to people. And I know so many people are struggling right now or they don't know what to do. They feel anxious about their futures. What are they going to do in this COVID-19 world? How are they going to feed their families? That's why I'm like screaming about this into my microphone, because I think it's something amazing that so many people don't realize exists. All right, guys, how do you think my first podcast is going? I'm out of breath right now. This is so cool and interesting. I'm going to have to learn like different techniques to get better at this for you all. So give me feedback and whatnot. But 
Okay, I feel like I'm going to round off this first episode by just detailing out a little bit more what I am making as a freelancer to just kind of show you what's possible doing everything I just listed out right now. So like I said, last year in 2020, I made 350K on Fiverr. I made 350K in 2019, and I made 279K in 2018. So that's now you know three years in a row of solid six-figure earnings on there. I am a Fiverr Pro seller, which is deemed the top 1% of the platform, and I've achieved that after being with them for three years. So you do have to put in your time, and I'm going to go through all of this in other episodes, everything you need to do to be successful on these sites. But if you stick with it like I have six years now, three of those six years were in the six-figure realm. So again, that should tell you the sustainability of what I am doing. And, you know, earning such amount of money at my age has allowed me to now, you know, start investing it in other things. I'm experimenting with drop shipping, launching YouTube channels. I've invested in an online course that's now making, you know, four to six K per month for me. So I can't plug online courses enough, but making 350K per year as a freelance writer using the website Fiverr has absolutely changed my life. That's you know probably why you're listening right now. And I would be happy to go through more of the breakdown of the money I'm earning, how I'm earning it, where it's coming from. We can get into all the nitty gritty and I'd be happy to do so with you guys. But trust me, I'm not lying. Google my name. There's countless articles out there that detail this money I am earning through Fiverr. And there's plenty of people who make even more than me. I know there's seven figure earners on these websites. So I'm, you know, in the middle even of what I'm earning. I'm not even coming at you making $2 million per year on Fiverr. Obviously, that would be amazing, but I can only do so much as a writer. There is a cap before you need a team below you. And yeah, so guys, thanks for listening in to my first episode. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you kind of better understand what is freelancing, the potential of it where you see yourself with it moving forward, why it's here to stay, and all of the amazing reasons why you should consider becoming a freelancer. Again, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm actually just trying to you know, shed light on this industry that I believe has plenty of room for millions of more people because millions of more businesses are coming online and need people to provide these services. I've seen it firsthand. It's here. Now is a great time to join if you don't want to get stuck behind all of the competition. So. Thanks guys for being here. Thank you for tuning in and I will be back very soon. Bye.